What's up, world? This your man, DJ Wiz, one half of the almighty Vintage Tunes production crew. And you're listening to Verses in Motion by Laura LME on Get Yours Radio. Let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get, let's get. Hello world and welcome back to Versus in Motion from our London studio. I'm Laura Lemie, founder, writer, producer of this space that I share with Uncle E, founder of Get Yours Radio. If you want to listen to VIM current and previous podcasts, you can visit getyoursradio.com, Mixcloud on Get Yours underscore radio, or SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio and more. As we all know, this is a selfless space fueled by passion and the will to spread soul waves, culture, and every single guest in VIM is here because they represent talent and soul-giving power. I'm really happy today to have with us on VIM Vintage Tunes, a duo of talented DJs and producers, uh, DJ Rip and DJ Wiz are here with me. Hello, guys. How are you? Hello. Thank you for having us. Great to have you here. So you... um, you have been one of, uh, you know, a duo of, of people that I always wanted to talk to. And I'm really grateful to Keith Robinson to put, in, put me in touch with you guys. And thank you for taking the time to be here with us. I, I want you guys to explain a little bit what, what, is, it, what it is that you do. And uh, maybe a little bit of the history be, between you two guys, you know, how you met and how Vintage Tunes started. Who wants to take it away? Okay, so uh, so we are Vintage Tunes. My name is DJ Rip. This is DJ Wiz, and uh, we are D- we are DJs, producers, and uh, we've been you know making records and 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 breaking records, you know, since the early '80s. Um, you know, Wiz is a legendary DJ from from well from New York via uh, Atlanta. He, he's based in Atlanta. And uh, I'm originally from Omaha, Nebraska, via New York, via DC, via Atlanta, back to Omaha, Nebraska. So I'm a Midwest guy. I've been, uh, I, me personally, I've been DJing since 1984, and uh, you know, producing and breaking records, and in the DJ and hip hop culture, past and present, since then, all the way to now. Um, Vintage Tunes. Again, we are a production duo of two particular DJs with a vast, you know, experience all the way across the board from radio, production, uh, DJing, uh, breaking records, running. Yeah, yeah, events, running DJ organizations. Um, So, you know, we've we've been doing it for a long time. Um, As far as vintage tunes goes, um, other than us individually, we, We've been working together for, for years, uh, you know, better than 10 years uh, at that. And, uh, but we really, we really got strong probably in the past three to five years as uh, producers with a bunch of dozens and dozens of DJ remixes. So um, uh, I don't want to go, you know, too far yeah, yeah. into it, uh, you know, um, but, but that's what we are. We are DJs and we're producers and we've been doing it for a long, long time. And I'm sure Wiz can add to that. Yeah, no question. Uh, uh, over three decades. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Correct. So we, you know, we, we've been in the game for a minute. Just appreciate oh. everything that's coming along with it in this interview and, you know, just whatever God's blessing us with, we, we appreciate it. 
Thank you. We appreciate you a lot and really taking time to be here with us. And so, how do you work together? So, who's the calm one and who's the, you know, the one with more of a drive, you know, like more agitated kind of thing? It's really interesting to understand how people work together, how team work together, you know, a, a team that is so successful as well. So, what can you tell us about the background kind of creative process? Who's the one that is more <laughs> what happens what's the dynamic what's the dynamic rip rip is more the calm one um <laughs> you know for the most part you know what i'm saying um i mean you know we both you know us being djs and producers we definitely both can get you know active of course um but for the most part uh you know we it, you know it, it kind of depends you know it's, it's a slight method to our madness you know we we kind of, um, you know, go back and forth on ideas. You know, we'll kind of normally be going through ideas anyway, just on general tracks. And then we may hear, you know, a record that's hot out. That's, you know, that's out now, that's hot, that, you know, the DJs are playing and all that. And um, we kind of, you know, we'll go back and forth on ideas on, you know, a, a version that we think could be hot that can, you know, connect with the DJs and be something, you know, special to play. So. Um, you know, that, that, that's pretty much it. You know, you know, we kind of just, just bounce ideas, you know, or I may have something already or he may have something already or, you know, just but for the most part, it's just, you know, we, we bounce ideas and kind of pick and choose certain uh, hot records that's out currently. We kind of pick and choose certain records for uh, certain reasons. And, you know, our ideas just, they, they wind up working, you know, beyond what we even you know perceive them to, to to be so we just appreciate everything great right <laughs> and why vintage juice why 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 did you choose that brand name so, so what had happened was <laughs> so, so so let so let me let, let me back up just a little bit and add let me mm -hmm. echo a little bit of what wiz just said and then I, I can get to that answer so as far as producers wiz has a vast uh, you know, he, he has a, a a catalog longer than, than mine when it comes to production. I mean, he's produced hit records with Key Sweat, uh, you know, uh, Jagged Edge, 112, and a few other individuals. He's done scratching on the 112 records and, you know, uh, records with Snoop. And, you know, he, he's done a lot of, from the production side, and he's been producing records, you know, nationally, commercially, and professionally uh, longer than I have. But... Um, what ends up happening is, is that with Vintage Tunes, um, again, we're longtime DJs and longtime producers. But my my thing is I start coming in on, you know, uh, overall production and vision. Wiz handles a, a, a lot of the programming for the production. But what ended up happening was, is why Vintage Tunes? Okay, so, you know, we were DJs and producers but I was helping produce DJ events and getting Wiz involved, right? I've also done a lot of management and I was managing the Youngbloods at one time and I was also working with a rock hip hop group called 5150. Well, so this is I how we met, by it. the way, this Youngbloods 5150 period is when, when, when we met. Right, right. so, so, so uh, it's a long story, but, but not so long. So around this time, I was managing the Young Bloods, Sean Paul and J Bo, uh, you know, legendary group from Atlanta, and a rock hip hop group called 5150. So at that particular time, um, 
Sean Paul went solo and he needed a DJ. And also at the same time, I needed a DJ in Atlanta to work with this rock hip hop group because we were gonna do an event with DMC from Run DMC. So I ended up having a mutual friend named Bam who knew Wiz in Atlanta. And I believe that's how he technically introduced me, but I got Wiz involved with the 5150 project with DMC. And again, 5150 is the name of the rock hip hop group. And of course, DMC is from Run DMC and he was doing some solo stuff. So he got involved with 5150 and me, and we did an event at uh, the Hard Rock uh, Cafe in Atlanta, and I had right. Wiz get involved with the event. Then I started having Wiz go on the road with Sean Paul as his DJ. So we kind of started working together in that capacity. And then at the same time, I was running, helping run the biggest DJ coalition in the country called The Core DJs. So I got Wiz involved with being a part of The Core. Now again, Wiz is already a legendary DJ from Atlanta. He's already a producer, he's already established. You know, he's probably the youngest DJ from Atlanta to ever touch them turntables and was incredible. So I get him involved with these things so now I'm producing the event, the Corporate DJ's Retreat. I get him involved with these projects, and then we start working together, okay? We start working on producing an R&B group and a few other, you know, a few other groups and projects, and I come up with the name, The Sound Killers. And I said, we're gonna call ourselves <laughs> Sound Killers. The name, ain't it? <laughs> so, what a name, Luckily, yeah. the name didn't stick, but, we were called the Sound Killers. Now, that only lasted a few months, but the project <laughs> if that. and the, and the, right, if that, and the sound started cultivating. So what it really was, was it was this vintage hip hop, breakbeat, 90s kind of flavor blended with the R&B. So what we were really doing was really doing a DJ remix it's really what the djs have always done from the beginning of hip-hop you know with with molly mall and you know battle cat and bobcat and you know uh the latin rascals and i can just keep naming them this is what djs have always done they've always done mixes just like cold cut you know and so many other guys that were doing it so what we were just doing was applying what we've always done to creating original songs now okay so then vintage tunes. Before the name, it was the sound, right? So then as we're working, a few years go by, I start managing EPMD. Well, actually I start managing Eric Sermon. And then I start working with EPMD. And then Eric needed some tracks and some music. So Wiz and I are producing records together. What that means is, is I would call Wiz and say, hey, I got an idea. I would send him a sample. I would give him a concept over the phone because we never lived in the same city. So he would produce out the track amazingly based off of everything. I, I literally would call him, tell him over the phone. He would produce it out and it would be amazing. That was the beginning of Vintage Tune Sound. So then I just said, you know what? This is a vintage tune. It just has that vintage sound. So I said, let's call ourselves Vintage Tunes. 
And then I had somebody create a logo and then the logo became what it is now, which is what's on this shirt. And once we got the logo and once we had the sound, we solidified it and said, we're gonna be called Vintage Tunes. And that's how Vintage Tunes was created. Yeah, I have to say, as a digital strategist working in the marketing, it's a very, very creative and clever idea. And the logo is really, you know, it's good. It's very well designed. I actually want to get one of those t-shirts. <laughs> well, we absolutely. <laughs> you can have, you can have one. <laughs> so, and, and by the way, how can we get them? You have a, you have a, a website, but then I, I, I saw you have a shop as well, right? Like a merchandise kind, yeah, kind of shop. That I, I could, I could go through the website and then click on that. So. I think yeah, that's why called, you're... Yeah, it's, it's uh, VintageTunes.com, but we also have the VintShop.com. Yeah. So, I discovered just recently that you do this amazing live podcast um, that you're going to start a new season, you just told me, you know, uh, soon in November. Uh, the Stay Vintage Tuned Industry Show. Uh, amazing guests, amazing hip-hop legends, you know, and uh, I really liked your motto, which is keeping the culture timeless. Uh, what do you mean by that and uh, how are you doing that? How are you planning to keep doing that and keeping the hip hop culture timeless? Well, basically, you know, I guess our contribution to the culture, you know, um, being DJs and producers, um, a lot of our formula of the, of the style that we've been doing has been kind of targeted to DJs, right? So we've been making, you know, producing and making these remixes and, and these records based upon solely targeting the DJs, not so much consumers for downloads and all that. You see what I'm saying? So, cause of course the DJs is what's keeping the music going. So we just looked at it like, okay, you know, nobody's really doing remixes and you know, basically what happened to remixes, what happened to different versions you know, that was dope, that would help sell the record. You know, nowadays it's just throwing somebody on the regular version and that's a remix. So with us, we wanted to go back then and pull that era and that feel of music and, and, and beats and vibes from back then for DJs, but then bring it into a, a, you know, a new frequency, you see what I'm saying? So not really, you know, change nothing, just kind of change the narrative on everything, just being one dimensional. Like trap hit so hard and it's still hitting. It's like it, it went from rap to R&B to pop to gospel to jazz to neo soul to country to like, it's just not stopping, you know what I'm saying? And right, EDM right. created a whole genre off of trap. You know what I'm saying? EDM is nothing but digitized trap, you see what I'm saying? So with us, you know, we, we're looking at all this going on and you know, we've been in the game a while and we've never been, you know, one to try to be the best DJs in the world or the most famous, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we're more, you know, behind the scene, movers and shakers, executive type, right? So, you know, we observe a lot of stuff and we really care about the culture and just, you know, hip hop and, and, and what we are and what we help create and, you know, we live this, you know what I'm saying? For, for yeah. me and Rick, it's not waking up and, yo, let's see if we can try to do this or, oh, this would be a good idea. Nah, like we really live this, you know what I'm saying? It's in your DNA, it's in your DNA you know, that's how, that's what you lived for, for and with for years. So 
and I, and, I, and I was telling Rip, you know, there's a, a big misconception about, well, on this side of, of Europe, in London, I, I see a lot of kids that have a teenage son, so I see that they are actually going back to the classic hip-hop and they are actually reappreciating that kind of music, which is the real, you know, hip-hop music. Because if you listen to radio around in Europe, I have to say, it's horrible, but there are so many uh, new upcoming artists that call hip themselves hip-hop, but they're actually not really <laughs> hip-hop. There's a lot of trap like music. Um, right. uh, uh, is it? Okay, I don't right. know. I, I was hoping that in America it would still keep going the way it should. Maybe because I always deal with people that are on the classical side of the, of the hip-hop. But um, yeah, well, radio is, is invaded by trash at the moment. Well, yeah. well, well I, I can tell you that in America, radio is... So, so, let, so let, let, me, let me add this part to it because uh, Wiz yeah. is 100% right. Let yeah. me add this part. Let me add this part to it. The the reason why we ended up even starting to remix uh, popular songs that are on the radio is simply exactly what Wiz was saying. Is is that you know EDM came in and took a stronghold over the DJ world, and EDM you know took the festivals over and it showed people how to really make money as a DJ. But a lot of the EDM DJs are really producers. So what that did was that made hip hop have to take a back seat when hip hop was always on the front line, right? So the music sound in America, trap took over. And that's okay, but what happens is, is radio is one-sided, so radio decides to play a one-dimensional sound and flood the airwaves, and that's what changes everything. So. The, bal the balance in hip-hop, it became unbalanced. So within the last 10 years, we've had an unbalanced sound commercially. Not underground and not on the internet, but commercially. So the reason why we started remixing records was because again, like I was telling you, we created vintage tunes off of the sound and we're producers yeah. and DJs. So we started approaching uh, re, uh, uh, producing records like we were remixing them, but we're not. We're DJs, so we're making them DJ friendly. And yeah. in the 90s, all the hip hop and R&B was always amazing because it was up-tempo and it was DJ friendly. Everything that came out in the 90s, DJs could play. It was produced like that because majority of the producers were DJ. Okay, so Vintage Tunes, we needed to make a name for ourselves. Not Rip, not Wiz, but Vintage Tunes. How do we do it? Do we shop beats? Do we push our name? Do we promote? Okay, how about we start remixing songs that are already on the radio? We don't like none of the songs, but <laughs> we don't like them because we don't like how they sound. It's too trapped out. Some of the trap stuff is cool. A lot of it knocks in the club but it's too one-dimensional. How do we balance it? And I had all the relationships with all the DJs. So does Wiz, because we're DJs. He's been around Atlanta a long time. Everybody knows him. Everybody knows me in the industry. I was running the DJ crew. So, okay, how do we take our resources and brand ourselves, but it's hard to get songs played on the radio without a budget. 
It's hard to break original records. Okay, fine. What do we do? Let's remix everything. So we started remixing songs that were on the radio in our own way. Wiz was like, let's, let's remix. I believe the first record was an Estelle record. And let me say this. The reason why this works so well with Wiz and I is because Wiz actually, who didn't really get credit for it, but a long time ago in hip hop's past, there was a Capleton record called Tour that came out. Wiz produced this record. And the Capleton record, Tour, used Slick Rick's children's story. This was a very big record for DJs, right, Wiz? Right. So, Shout out Lil John and Paul. Lil John and Paul and Wiz put this remix together, but remix did, I mean, uh, Wiz did the programming. So what we did was just take that formula and apply it to the new music that's out now. Okay, so fast forward. Let's start remixing some records that's on the radio. So we'll take current records on the radio, make them acapella, we'll remix them and put the vintage sound on it, the beats, the drums, the up-tempo, and we'll give it to the DJs. Guess what, it worked amazingly. All the DJs loved it. Because 80% of the DJs in America are over 40 years old. That's on the radio. That's the tastemakers. So we said, let's give them the new records with the vintage sound. It's a vintage tune. So, fast forward. We start remixing all these records that are on the radio. Now people are starting to pay attention to vintage tunes. They're starting to play our stuff all over the place. And now all of a sudden, vintage tunes is an entity because we started remixing songs. That's the only reason why we started remixing records was because we wanted to brand our name and get out there and bring back the element of the hip hop DJ that got lost when EDM took over. The hip hop DJ stopped remixing music. Because, and I'll end it here, please, because I don't want to talk too much and I'll let Wiz add to it. People like Cold Cut, Latin Rascals, Mantronics, Molly Maul, Battle Cat, Bobcat, Timbaland, Swiss Beats, they would take hip hop records and remix them Give them the DJs and Teddy Riley, yes sir. They would remix songs and the remix would do better than the original. So that's why Vintage Tunes decided to start remixing music to give back to the culture what was lacking and that was the DJ remix. Wow, that was really, that's really clear. And you know what, I noticed that uh, because the amount of layers and the dimension of the trucks that you remix changes completely. So what was the reaction by the artists? So the, the reaction by the DJs, of course, was great. But what, what was the reaction from the artists that were remixed? Did you ever have any particular reaction? Did, did any background stories that you can give us? Or what was the response? Um, I mean, you know, this kind of... You know, general, nothing really direct, you know what I'm saying? Because we're doing them from the love of the culture and from the DJ perspective, so it's not like we're letting the artists know or going to them or anything like that. So we're putting it out and, you know, the artists that connect with it or, or see what we're doing, you know, they'll, you know, comment or like or do what they do. But for the most part, it's, you know, it's just been, for the, like I said, for the love of the DJ. It's, it's never been for the you know, to get an artist's attention and all that kind of stuff. Because again, individually, 
you know, we know everybody, who we can get to, whoever, you know what I'm saying? So we wasn't doing it from the standpoint of, you know, that, so to speak. But um, I know when we did the Megan Thee Stallion, uh, uh, Big Old Freak, you know, she had made a mention of, you know, some, you know, you know, remix, you know, that was hard or whatever that, that we did or whatever, you know, she was like, yeah, I, you know, I heard one that was, that was pretty dope. And we got the attention on the label and all that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was cool. Um, other than that, it's just been, you know, just appreciating the love from the DJs and the radio, you know, program directors, the mix show DJs, the labels, right. you know, that's the main people yeah. we've been getting the thing from, which matters because that's what all the artists need. So, you know, basically, and that's what wound up happening from us doing these remixes. The biggest, the biggest appreciation we've got and continue to get, and it's helping us to put us in an even, you know, better position is since we've been doing these remixes like this, all of a sudden, the songs have been sounding like this. You know what I'm saying? So now you got these samples, you know, over drums and all that, and now it's, you know, you got hit makers and, you know, shout out to them and, you know, a few other people. Um, you know, London and a couple other people that's, you know, got some hot stuff going on. They've been using a lot of samples and retaking, you know, records back from the 90s and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And that's kind right. of real, you know, it's real prevalent right now in, in, in hip hop and music. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's sampling old records, not necessarily old 80s or whatever, but like 90s and 2000 records and, you know, bringing them into the now. So we kind of, you know, I, I'll say we'll, we'll take that claim to fame on that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure, because it definitely wasn't going on before we started doing these remixes, so that's been the biggest, yeah. you know, thing. And we wasn't even trying to do that. We were just trying to, you know, just make cool records for the DJs just to hear something different. You know, like you said, the majority of the DJs are, you know, in a certain age, so we just wanted to make stuff that we can listen to and still have fun to that was classic and just felt good, you know, just, it just felt good. It didn't really matter yeah. who did the beat or whatever, you know, this, this sounds good, it right. feels good, I'm gonna play it. I'm already playing the original version. So if I like this better, I'm definitely gonna play this. So that's what's been happening. And now the game, you know, is changing with the sound of, of, of music and everybody doing the finish tune sound, baby. So appreciate you, salute, appreciate you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, and, and to echo what Wiz is saying, I mean, it. it we, we didn't even plan on it. I mean, I'm gonna tell you how how much we weren't planning on it. I didn't even want nobody to know who we were. I didn't want to create social media handles. I didn't want nothing. I wanted to be like the guys who, like the Dust Brothers or Cold Cut. Like, you don't know who they are. You hear their name, you love the work, but you just don't know what the Latin rascals really look like, right? I mean, some people might, you know, but my point is, is that we really weren't planning on doing it like that. It was really more about getting our name out there, you know, uh, the Vintage Tunes name, you know, to get the work, you know what I mean? But it worked out great. And, and to Wiz's point, um, it, we saw a shift in the sound of music, period. We were on it early, you know, and then as soon as Vintage Tunes dropped, we had all the DJs playing the music nationwide and then before you know it we start hearing original songs that are now coming out that are sounding just like we produced you know um well not just like but the sound you know what i mean yeah and um we definitely definitely inspired 
uh, a shift of the music to to be back to those samples and that down. But also, you know, uh, I was thinking you you were DJs, so and I grew up. I was lucky enough to grow up with uh, a friend of mine who was a bit older than me, and. Uh, he was a big DJ back then in Italy, and um, he used to. I used to sit next to him and be very fascinated by the art of DJing in general. Mm -hmm. And my parents were very musical and record collectors, so I, I would be surrounded by all these people that were doing music and stuff. And, and uh, as DJs and producers, do you think that the DJ culture can finally see somebody young and new coming up? Have you seen any? new upcoming DJs that are really worth, um, you know, mentioning or looking at or keeping an eye on or uh, I, I see, I mean, I, I know a lot of, uh, I'm really into the DJ culture and I know a lot of amazing, you know, DJs that uh, are around and do a lot of live shows right now and on Instagram or Mixcloud. I'm also on the house side, house music side. So I grew up a lot in London clubbing, you know, so people like uh, Frankie Knuckles, I was lucky enough to play live a few times. Hey, Terry rest Hunter, in rest in peace, yes. Terry yeah. Hunter, Todd Terry, you know, amazing, yes. amazing, amazing Legends. DJs. DJ Span, who was one of our guests recently. Right. Um, where are these new DJs, the new upcoming DJs? And, and in hip pop in particular, have you seen any movement? So for me, I don't necessarily, I mean, this is, I guess it's, it may be kind of crazy, but then not because we're DJs, but I don't necessarily follow or kind of check for a lot of the new DJs like that. Not that, that I'm not, you know, I don't pay attention or look or whatever. It's just I'm not, we be so busy doing our thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Long. And not only that, the, the, the DJ culture of today has slightly changed for the better and the worse, right? But overall, the better. Um, but who who I've seen and noticed, uh, it's a young cat, I think that won the DMC like in 2017, 18, A, is his name, is A, mm -hmm. A, DJ A, is it A Tech, A, A something. He got a video, well, or he got a new video on YouTube that's crazy, and the two, uh, the two little Asian girls. Oh, okay. Not their name. Them, not them two, now they gonna be a, they gonna, they gonna be a real problem in a minute. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and, and I, I agree. And I've actually, I'm sorry, Wiz. I didn't mean to cut you off, but. Yeah, I've actually worked with the two, um, the two young ladies that he's talking about. Um, and, and, and the, uh, the young Chinese kid that he's talking about as well. Incredible turntablists and they're young. I mean, they started to, you know, you talk about as early as eight up to 13 or 14. Um, I had the privilege to be the uh, um, uh, show producer for the Global Spin Awards a few years back. So I worked with a lot of the young DJs and turntablers. But to answer your question, I think I think on the, uh, the D you know, when you, you started asking about younger DJs, the first thing Wiz said was a DMC DJ. And what I where I think the youth is going from the DJ culture is more of the turntable side more of the performance DJ. Because the EDM and, and uh, the, the, the DJ competitions are still very big, right? So you have the EDM DJs, that's the more commercial, um, you know, non-urban DJs. Um, but I think in the hip hop realm, you got your 
your turntables. So you got the DMC and you got the Red Bull 3 style and you still have these things. I think that's where the youth is going, which I'm happy with that because that's the culture side of DJing. You know, when you say the DJ culture, you have DJs that are commercial club DJs that are straight digital and just play straight top 40 stuff. That's not cultural to me. You know, there might be good DJs that do that, but the DJ culture is 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 the overall, the turntablist, you know, turntablism, the tricks, you know, the remixing and, you know, all that kind of stuff like Wizard brought up. I think that's where a lot of the youth is going is towards that. And, and I'm glad to see that because that's where the creativity is gonna, you know, um, uh, be born at in, in that type of DJ. That's the culture of the DJs, right. you know what I mean? So that's why I think that the, that the youth is in the future is that I see. I, I wish there'd be a lot more younger commercial DJs on the radio, um, but I don't think it's gonna matter because I don't think the radio is gonna change its format. So um, I, I think it's limited there. I think the growth is in, in you know the DMCs and in the in the competitive world. The growth is in the finished tones world, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there any uh, European or non-US artist that you would like to remix? Have you heard anything that? inspired you from a European artist or a non-US artist? Um, um yeah. I, I've wait, seen wait. a few things. I don't really know their names, but I mean, I've seen a few artists to come, you know, from the UK. Um, I've seen, you know, some people from Africa, like, you know, Japan. So, you know, definitely seeing some international stuff. Um, I mean, so far we only touched the stale on, on, on her thing, uh, the song Better, you know, we did the remix on that. Other than that, I mean, you know, we, we open to work with whoever. I mean, we'd love to work with, you know, UK artists and artists outside of America. Cause, I mean, we already know what to expect in America, right? So, you know, and then right. for us, the level that we're at, of course, we're culturally driven. So, yeah, we can, we're definitely open there working with, you know, tons of UK artists, you know, anybody out established or anybody up and coming that's hot. Like we, you know, holla at. Yeah, I agree. I, I can't I can't think of any particular names. I know there's an R and B kid that's over there from London that's incredible. I can't think of his name. Um but uh I, I think we can work with a few the Afrobeat artists and uh, you know, especially artists um, you know, like Wiz was saying, you know, that, that um, we love to work with any of them, uh, you know, to give us the, you know, that international, because we got an international sound um, and that international sound and that vibe and that reach, um, you know, we'd love to, you know, we, we, we've been working with a few legendary Jamaican artists like Cuddy Ranks, who has an international feel and a couple of records that are abroad and, you know, a couple of Canadian artists too. So, you know, um, yeah, we'd love to. Right. We, want um, that, we want that international smoke. We, we want that yeah. international smoke. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if, uh, you know, um, an artist from London or anywhere else in the world wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys? Uh, I mean, we could give you our email address, but, you know, what, what has been working is going to VintageTunes.com yeah. and clicking, con clicking contact, and it comes straight to us. But on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, it's at Vintage Tunes. We're at Vintage Tunes on everything. V-I-N-T-A-J-T-U-N-E-S. 
YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, I see you're very active on social media anyway, so that that's really good. And uh, about your collaborations, you know, with um, artists or remixes that you have done, um, what what is what what is the inspiration behind? So, what if you listen to something that you really like and and you want to remix it? What what is that trigger? Why what does a particular song or track trigger you to do it? Is it because it you can see the possibilities of making it sound uh, more classical, vintage, as you say, or is it because you you have a different kind of trigger that inspires you to, to remix a particular song? Um, Wiz, you want you want me to answer that? Um, one? Well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of both of us on that, but yeah, I mean, it depends. You know, uh, again, we so we, you know sometimes we'll. Well, so, so, so kind of at first, it doesn't start out that way, right? Like at yeah. first, it doesn't start out with, okay, we should put this person on it or, you know, with us thinking in mind of who the person is. And so once we get into, you know, remix or, you know, we get to working on something, then, you know, we'll, we might pop in some names or, you know, we'll be like, yo, I just got off the phone with such and such, you know, they're down to, you know what I'm saying, you know, do some work, woo 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 And so they may, it may have just been the right, you know, timing of, all right, cool, oh, that, that they would be dope on this. You know what I'm saying? Or let's just see, you know, they boom. So that's kind of, yep. you know, how it works just on the, in the organic of, you know, we'll put something together. Um, you know, we may or may not hear somebody. And then if we do hear somebody, you know, we'll throw a couple of names. Of course, we try to stick to the names of people that, you know, we already know or can reach out to without having to go through labels or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, certain ones, you know, get at us. Certain ones take forever and we still waiting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. other, you know, so, uh, you know, but well, overall, we, you know, we make it work. And, you know, been, been blessed to have artists, you know, like, like Twister. Shout out to Twister, you know, shout out to Fabo. Um, you know, Keith Robinson, you know what I'm saying? Ebony Shine. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate to have, you know, certain artists collab with us and, and definitely, you know, bring something special to, to the project that we're doing. Yeah, and, and I want to add to that because uh, I want to, you know, shout out Keith Robinson too as well for hooking us up yeah. with the interview. But, but um, yeah, to add to Wiz, um, you know, to add to what Wiz said, that process is, is, you know, also Wiz is in Atlanta, so his ear is always to the street. You know, what's bubbling, what's hot on the streets, what's hot on the radio, you know, what's in the club, the strip clubs, you know, whatever it is. If a record is bubbling and we need to touch it, then we'll think about it and do it, you know. Or I might get a call from a record rep that works at a label or, um, you know, a record promoter, you know, people that, you know, uh, promote records for a living um, or service music to DJs that may go, yo, this one record here is on fire, you know, you should touch it. Or just on the flip side, a record rep may call me and say, hey, you know, this record ain't doing that well. We need some fire up under it. Y'all want to remix it? Okay, you know. Um, and then with the remixes, we added another element because, see, this was also the beautiful thing about Vintage Tunes with, you know, our relationships is how we deal with, you know, um, I'm not going to talk about how we produce but I can talk about the fact that we'll add features on remixes. And, you know, depending on who is coming out, you know, uh, we've worked, like he had mentioned, you know, we work with 
Rico Barino, and you know, uh, we, we work with Petey Pablo and uh, Keith Robinson, Edley Shine, uh, Mad Lion, you know, um, I mean, it's uh, Twister, you know, it's, it's so many artists that we've collaborated with on remixes and on songs to basically boost the record, but also boost their career. Because, you know, Fabo may put a record out in three months. Well, we'll put him on a remix today, you know, so the radio will be loving Fabo and loving vintage tunes. And then he'll put his record out in this great promo for him. Um, you know, it, it's it's just, it's great promotion for us and for any artist that gets involved. And um, we just currently did an incredible, uh, and, and I don't want to jump too far, but we got a we got a full remix album out right now. That's that's nuts. But uh, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But but uh, but but the Vintage process, you know, when we decide to do records, there's so many reasons why we might do a record or a remix. It may be because it's hot in the streets, or it may be a record that's that's dope that we know that's dope, but ain't hot and needs to get hot, and we'll make it hot. Right. I want to uh, ask a little bit more about your Save Vintage Tuned Industry Show, uh, the podcast. Yes. So tell us a little bit more about it and uh, when we can listen to it, uh, if there is a particular day of the week or uh, how are you organized and where can we listen to it? Um, okay, I'll start. Um, the Save Vintage Tuned Industry Show came about similar to how the remixes we were not planning on doing the show we started remixing records to promote vintage tunes as a production and dj duo but because of covid everybody got stuck into the space where we got to be at home so djs didn't have much really to do so we really needed to figure out you know, uh, how to, you know, keep ourselves busy as well as get our expression and the music out. DJs DJ in the club and DJ. We can't go nowhere, so where are we going to DJ at? So everybody decides to start, you know, DJing online and going live and doing social media shows and podcasts and things of that nature. So Wiz and I said, hey, we need to go live. We need to go online. We need to go online and do what we do. Vintage tunes, play our remixes. You know, we need to do a show. So we came up with the Stay Vintage Tuned Industry Live Show. Well, it was the Stay Vintage Tunes Live Show. We were live at first and, uh, you know, doing it on Zoom and YouTube. But, you know, it started just getting crazy. You know, we started inviting guests and, you know, everybody wanted to be interviewed and we wanted to interview everybody. You know, so we ended up doing the show and we, now it's called the Stay Vintage Tuned Industry Show. And, um, you know, there's uh, some footage that's live that's on YouTube. But we're getting ready. To, we're Right now we're in, the, we're in the process of repackaging and editing and, and, you know, finalizing some edits on some footage that we have so we can relaunch it in the next few weeks. But it's going to be on YouTube. Um, and you can just search Vintage Tunes, Vintage Tunes channel. Yeah, I, I watched some of them. They're amazing. And also... You have the power to actually manage four or five people live, which is not easy. 
<laughs> I, don't know how you, I don't know how you did that, but you actually did it really well. Um, something to learn there for me, they want somebody that, you know, they want to do podcasts. Uh, I don't do live anymore. We used to do live, but I don't do live anymore. And I had only one or two guests. I, I, I saw how you do it with four or five of them. Incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's tough. We still try to figure it out too. Right, yeah, right. Well, well done. It's, it's, three, it's three of us that do that. It's three of us that does that show also. Oh, there's a... Uh, Sorry, can you can you mention her again? She's great. I, I don't. I, Cypher. I don't cannot, yes, yes, Cypher. yes. Cipher. Yeah, I can't recall yeah. her name. She's great. She's great. Yeah. She, yeah. Yes. Cipher is really the spark plug and the excitement and the attraction yeah. right. to the show. To be honest with you, because again, right. you know, Wiz and I, we're DJs and producers, and we just do what we do. You know, I mean, we're we, me and him are vintage tunes. Yeah. But the stay vintage tuned industry show needed to be more than just me and him so he you know and again credit to Wiz finding the talent um he brought Sister Cypher to the table and she was an amazing addition and she's really the show you know what I mean um so uh you know the State Vintage Tune Industry show is myself Wiz and Sister Cypher and um and yes it's it's been interesting to say the least um, we had to step away from the live because of the same thing, you know. <laughs> the, the thing is, is that we also got our team too. Big Hustle, Wake Hustle, Grind, you know. They, yes. they handle the biggest team with us. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Wake Hustle, Grind. He handles a lot of social media, a lot of marketing, and a lot of the merchandise and the website. And Big Hustle handles a lot of the behind-the-scenes things. You know what I mean? So Big Hustle, salute to him and Wake Hustle, Grind. No question. But um. But that's why we had to get away from the live because we, we what what's beautiful what well what we think is good about the show is is that we get these artists on here and they feel great about talking to us about their past the present and the future you know the music that they're getting ready to put out but the history on their the, their classics that they have and then the drama and everything in between because what we never wanted to do is we don't want to we don't want to do a show where all we're doing is yelling and screaming at each other and beefing and talking about drama. That ain't what we are. We're DJs and producers and we love all the music and we just love dope hip hop and we just want dope stories. So we've had some incredible stuff, you know, Um, and and hopefully, you know, everybody else will, will love it once we relaunch, well, once we officially launch it in the next few weeks. Okay, keep us posted. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to full support from us. So I'll be. Thank you. I'll be there watching, listening, and everything. So yeah. we <laughs> yeah. gotta have you on. The, we gotta have you on the show. Actually, you need. We need oh, to have okay. You on the show. Yeah. I, I, okay. Great. Thank you. Yeah, yes. Love to have you on Why the show. not? <laughs> so you recently did an event for it was a cop trade show pre party. Um, I think it was last Saturday for the Nas Remix album release party and uh, pop-up shop in Atlanta. How did it go? Tell us more about it. Um, it went, went pretty cool. You know, it went pretty cool. Something we uh, just kind of threw together uh, upon the release of our latest uh, work, um, which is the Nas King Disease uh, Vintage Edition Remix album. So basically we remixed Nas' whole album uh, that he just put out. And, um, you know, we were going to release to the DJs and all that anyway, so we just wanted to you know, kind of put, put a little event together uh, with one of our new uh, business associates, Hype Magazine, Salute the Hype Magazine in Atlanta. 
um, at their facility that they have a new facility. And we just wanted to get a kind of get an event started um, with you know with the new partnership. So we just you know used the, the music release to to do that, and uh, it went went pretty cool. It went, went pretty cool. We got some get some footage and all that edited now from it, so we'll be be hearing it pretty soon. Oh, so there will probably be a video up on YouTube soon. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Uh, Sister Scythe hosted, you know, salute, of course. Oh, um, salute, yeah, know, yeah. I, I would love to have, yeah. actually, Sister Cypher coming on, on Versus Emotion. Let her know. Oh, no doubt. We, we, we most definitely will. Most yeah. Definitely yeah, will. yeah, yeah, and I, and I believe, she, where is Cypher originally from? She's from, not Saudi London. Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Oh, right, okay. Did yeah. she ever live in London? Uh, she may have. I know she speaks over five different languages. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on three. She's she's on five. Good. Yeah, actually, <laughs> what we can do, we can we'll reach out to her, and we'll we can actually when we about to air the new season or whatever, we can just come back on the show, bring her, and then we just go in. Okay. Yeah, cool. absolutely. So you asked about the Cobb pre-party, and um, the event that we did, and and yes. Um, Unfortunately, because of COVID, I wasn't able to attend. Um, but you know, again, uh, uh, from my understanding, it was a, it was a great event, and Wiz was there with Siphon and the crew. But the 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 aside from the business relationship that we wanted to create with Hype Magazine for the event, you know, it the Nas album is one of the projects that we wanted to. It, that's one of the things we wanted to remix. So, you know, we you know as we do, we remix records and you know we produce songs. So. Yeah. You know, Wiz called me and said, hey, you know, what do you think about remix to the whole album? I was like, whose album? Like, who whose album is good enough to even remix in 2020? <laughs> and he was like, Nas. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Nas's album would be incredible to remix because what it did was put me in the mindset of when, um, uh, I believe, Danger Mouse, or, or, or I think that's who it was, remixed Jay-Z's Black album. Right. And, and he called it the Grey Album or something like that. And and so I was like, yeah, I think that that would be dope. So we started on the project. We started throwing around, you know, concepts and, you know, emails and text messaging. I sent Wiz 100 samples. And, you know, we just started, you know, collaborating. And Wiz sent over the first joint. And it was dope. So we started, you know, knocking out the project. But what... What really became special about the Nas project to me is when we did the Ultra Black record. So, so by the way, this is Nas's new album, King's Disease. Vintage Tunes, we remixed the whole album from intro to the last song, and it's called King's Disease, the Vintage Edition. Okay, so there's a lot of great records on here, a lot of great remixes, but a real cool collaboration that we did was we remixed his first single, Ultra Black. And with Ultra Black, we wanted to pay homage in this remix to Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, James Brown, rest in peace, and Public Enemy. So we used, you know, a lot of Public Enemy records. Well, a lot of James Brown samples, which were Public Enemy songs. And um, Black Panther, James Brown, you know, Nas, Ultra Black. So then we ended up, I contacted Terminator X. Salute to Terminator X, because he actually participated and did it. And it, it's amazing. The legendary Terminator X 
actually did the cutting and the scratching on the whole remix, and Professor Griff laced us with an intro. Original so, members of Public Enemy. The these are the original yeah. members of Public Enemy, and they participated in the remix. This is the Nas Ultra Black Vintage Tunes remix. It's incredible. Um, you can go to Vintage Tunes to download the remix, DJs, Tastemakers. You can go to VintageTunes.com to download one of the other Nas records off of it and the full-length album, the remix album. Or so, you go to our YouTube page and check it out and listen. Also, Audio go, Mac, got uh, Mixcloud. You know, got it loaded up on a couple of platforms to check out. You could go to Innovator.com. Innovator, right. Salute. Innovator.com. Innovator Cash, man. And download the whole album, the remix album for DJs, tastemakers, you know. And uh, and, and it's, it's just an incredible project. And uh, that was the real reason uh, also to do the event that you asked about was, you know, to just debut this remix project that we did. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Hit Boy, too, for producing the album. Shout out to Hit Boy and that whole, you know, his whole yes. camp. You know what I'm saying? We didn't. We didn't set out to try to reproduce the album or none of that kind of stuff, so we just wanted to hear Nas over dope samples. So we just kept it in that and not trying to outproduce him or nothing like that. So we just want to put that out there. So however the turnout is on the comparisons of our version and original version, you know, it is what it is. We're just trying to keep the culture timeless. That's all, ladies and germs. That's all. Yeah, a absolutely. We, you know, Nas put out an album, put out a dope album. And salute to Hit Boy for producing the whole record, and it's a dope album. Salute Mass Appeal and Nas. We just came in as DJs and remixed the whole album for DJs. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, that, that, and, and it sounds like a a, a great collaboration, and I, I'm. I'm, I'm really looking forward to listening to it properly. I, I didn't have a chance yet, so I will definitely download that and listen for myself <laughs> as well. Yes, um, so guys, I'm so grateful. Uh, I'm really happy we could have this chat. Please uh, keep us posted and come back, pass by Versus Emotion and Get Yours Radio anytime you want. Full support from us. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, receiving news about your uh, new uh, podcast season as well Let, let's talk <laughs> let's keep talking yes. absolutely so yes. definitely look out for future projects from Vintage Tunes we got a lot of other projects that, you know, that we're working on oh and by the way before we get out of here we got to talk about Keith Robinson of course of course yeah no doubt. Uh, so people actually think and I'm going to say this really completely in a, in a clear way people think that i have these guests on my podcast because i'm from the industry or because i have contacts or because actually it's not true it's all based on social media and it's based on the fact that i actually invite people that i feel and i don't care how famous they are or how big they are if i know and i recognize the talent and i feel that spiritual vibe mainly you know, because I appreciate the artistry or the craft they do or whatever. Um, Danny, it happens, you know. I just contacted Keith on Instagram once on a mm -hmm. private message on Instagram and he replied, yes, let's do it. You know, it was that easy. And uh, when I told him uh, I really want to interview the, the DJs that did your remix for Love Language, he was, uh, you know, so kind to put me in touch with you guys and the reason why I wanted to interview is because I really liked that version that you did of that song 
uh, and I love kids music so um, and that's a, that's how it was you know it was very simple very clear no particular you know connection with no one or anything and that's what I, and that's why I like doing this thing because I'm, I'm free to contact whoever I want you know I, I, I have I choose my guests I pick them and, and whatever and Keith is an amazing guy because he's got a lot of a um, his spirit, his spirit is really coming through his music every single time and you know his voice is amazing as well uh, yes. but you did a great job with his love language song really a great job I really liked that and that's why I asked him to put us in touch what did you want to add? <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate you appreciate that <laughs> well, well I just wanted to you know salute Key for, for you know making the contact you know and and thank you for allowing you know us to come on and you interviewing us and uh salute to wiz you know wiz has had a a, a long-standing relationship with keith robinson and he's been you know working with keith for years and producing keith for years and and uh he's produced a few other records and a few other projects with keith and we're going to keep going and and the love language record was incredible and you know it's the guava mix it's part two it's all that and we put Edley Shine on it because, you know, the, the, the Caribbean vibe was so strong and it just became an incredible record and it was another Vintage Tunes project. And I'm sure you will uh, you will have a, a lot of, like, uh, amazing songs coming up with Keith because he's producing his second album, Love, Love Episodic 2, coming in 2021. So I'm sure you will have um, a lot of great tunes to work with from his new album so let's see what happens we might have another another uh, versus emotional together with Keith as well <laughs> yes yes we're definitely going to have more famous tunes with the the, the, the movie with star the new, you know? yeah with a new album okay guys thank you so much I'm really grateful um Greetings from London. Salute. Uh, keep on doing what you do. Uh, I really appreciate you guys, and I hope I'll speak to you again very soon. Yes, you will. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate you. Take care. Uh, Salute. Brothers and sisters, we find all you motherfuckers and we go in Ocha Black, I got a toast to that, we don't fold the crap. We go in Occasion we rolls at that, fuck on postal. We going ultra black, watching the global change, hopping the coldest rain. Finish tune on the beat, this shit post the slap. We going ultra black, we going, we going. To my toes attack How I look being told I'm not supposed to brag Nobody fought I tell the truth I know what's facts We ultra black Greystone skin tone But low T-Dab Multiple colors We come in all shades Most of black Except where I'm at And I fight me on it Emotional stares Like I might be wanted Pitch black like the night I'm ultra black Set for the sun Reruns Jokes are black Oh yes, oh yes God bless success We going ultra black Like the S is best Home with a mask on the freshest breath, African black soap, caress the flesh, super fly to Mac, sit and fly in the lap, take the bowl of the water, history talk with my daughter, my son will be my resurrection, constantly learning lessons, I never die, you get the message, I hope you be better than I, life's precious.
two-steppers Sometimes I'm over black, even my clothes are black Cash money with the white tee and the soldier rag We going ultra black, unapologetically black The opposite of Doja Cat, Michael Black's in black We going ultra black, I got a toast to that We don't fold the crap Occasion we rose in that, fuck on postal We going ultra black, watching the global change Hopping the coldest range, in tune Gonna beat this shit, poster slap We going ultra black Raiders Oakland hat, I smoke to that. Pre rose and yak, what's the results to that? See notes and bag, she knows I'm classy like I'm Billy Williams. Go ultra black, Isaac Kennedy film, penitentiary too. Black like out in the loop, black don't crack, it's like the fountain of youth. The coach is black, like Iman, she beautiful. Going ultra black, to Africa, you say go back. I stay pro black, my Amex black. Black like cornrows, afros, black like cat, black ball from the Super Bowl. Holla notes, I can't go for that. Motown Museum, Detroit, I'm ultra black. This for New York and all the map. No matter your race, to me, we all are black. We going ultra black, I got a toast to that. We don't fold the crack. We don't fold the crack. Occasion we rose to that, fuck on postal. We going ultra black, watching the global change. Hopping the coldest ramp, finish tune. We on the beat, this shit, post the slap. We going ultra black. Black is beautiful. Black is
Check flows for ya, kick down doors for ya Even left all my motherfucking hoes for ya Niggas think Frankie pussy whip, nigga picture that With the Kodak, it's the Matac, we don't get down like that Lay my game down quite flat, sweetness when you park that Petiteness, fuck that ass fat, she got a body make a nigga wanna eat that I'm fucking with you, the bitch official though, big harder than the missile yo Try to hit it if she tripping, disappearing like Arsenio Yo, the bitch push a double O with the five in front Probably a cannabis stuff, y'all drive in front I'ma peel with her, find a deal with her She fuck around and steal, huh? Oh, you need me playing on your playlist You ain't gotta be frustrated I don't wanna play no games, play no games Fuck around, give your boy last name You know you tired of the same damn thing Translate the thing and just get to the point, the point. Yeah. 